1: thought of one this past weekend and you're welcome to borrow it as well if you want Skylar but uh I think I'm gonna be a ghost a ghost this year and um all I'm gonna have to do is go on mlssoccer.com and order myself a Chris Wondolowski jersey here we go here we go (laughs) let me
3: have it
0: this is the fantasy soccer podcast from rotowire.com your premier source for fantasy sports for player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and JD Bazo.
2: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire, joined on this Wednesday evening by JD Bazo and Skylar Redpath for the final uh, Major League Soccer podcast of the season. Gentlemen, this. It feels like we have had uh, 75 weeks to this season, including 74 double game weeks. Um, I, It's weird to then go into the last game week with not only no double game weeks, but no opportunities for switcheroos because everybody plays at the same time, which I guess makes it okay because we know everybody is going to start right away. But either way, we finally made it to the end. Uh, and i wanted to dis- this
1: this is beautiful more like weeks like this
2: <laughs> right yeah uh i at least wanted to before we do- dove in to figure out exactly what we're playing for uh because if i am not mistaken skyler is in like legitimate range to win
1: well well it was
2: oh was uh-oh are we still way behind <laughs> So, I guess I mean, made, I, so. I don't know if I was ever really within. That's true.
3: That's true. Yeah, but I don't know if I was ever legitimately <laughs> within striking distance of first place. I guess I probably wouldn't. I might not have rolled Wando out last week if I was. That's but. a that's a fair
2: point. That's a fair point. Um, but so Skyler, I'm I'm looking at the overall. You're 30 right now, and you seem like somebody who, uh, who like really cares about reaching a specific threshold. Like if you can, um, mm-hmm. so like. Are you going in saying like, I want to finish top 10 uh, because I'm There's sitting at right I'm sitting at 132 right now. And so <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm willing to go totally off the board this week <laughs> to possibly like get the top overall score for the week. Because like <laughs> I don't really care if I finish uh, 109 or 199 at this point. Yeah. So what's the goal, Skylar?
3: Yeah, you said I'm I'm thirtieth right now, so I'm probably shooting for a top twenty-five. I think is reasonable. I'd be happy with that finish. And I'm actually. I mean, you're, second. you're
2: five points out of t- t- top yeah. twenty-five. I mean, Let's get a well, real goal here. Come I'm, on,
3: I'm coming. I'm coming around to it, and so right. I'm second in the Atlanta United League, um, two points back, I believe. So I mean, it's pretty much neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my goal is just try to take that, that try to take that down and then get as high as I can on the overall standings, which I feel like top 10 might be a little bit of a stretch. So top 25, I think is, uh, I'd be happy with that. And I'd be, if I can get that first place in Atlanta United, it would feel like season was worth it for me. So.
2: Has there been any discussion with the person who's in first in the Atlanta United league to let you win knowing that you can't get the prize? (laughs) No,
3: I don't, I have no clue who, uh, (laughs) let's see. It's, uh, Tyga, yeah, Tyga is they're the first right now. Tyga's twenty
2: Tyga. overall. One, literally, right ahead of you in the overall.
3: Yeah, so. Here Jamie, we go, Tyga. yeah, no, Jamie, uh, if Tyga, you're out okay, there, Tyga, if you wanna uh, if you wanna chop, make a chop or something, then reach out to me at, at DraftKicks on Twitter. Um, let me win first overall, and uh, you automatically get the prize because I'm not eligible to win right um, any any prizes. And so I do the rankings for MLS Soccer.com. How
1: does so. that benefit Tyga?
2: He'll still get the prize. He still gets
3: the two hundred and fifty dollar yeah. gift card. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but he could I mean, get he it just to, regardless. He it. Yeah. He
3: could yeah. get it by just
2: continuing, continuing. I'm actively waiting
3: for Tyga. Oh, no, okay. I'm gonna take it down. Okay. Uh, I okay. Need, I don't need any help. I don't need any Tyga's
2: help. Tyga's done. Right, He's falling multiple Tyga. spots. <laughs> um, JD, where are you sitting right now?
1: So um, I'm still waiting for MLS support to get back for me from the summer when Castellanos (laughs) didn't get the the .5 million price range. So that could could have some ripple effects for the last about 15 game weeks. Um, So maybe I could really jump up with all the point changes I could get. But um, assuming that we can't go back in time, I'm sitting at 117. Um, I'm only four points away from rank 100, so it's pretty tight in there. Um, I'm assuming that I'm going to be able to hopefully push into the top hundred. Um, and I think I'm only actually 26 points out of top 50. Um, That's pretty so I, here, I think huh? I'm probably going to push for top 50 and just really go with, um, I might stack a, a clean sheet that I like that. I don't think everybody else will be on, mm-hmm. um, something like that. I don't know. I, uh, r- right now it's kind of just for fun. Um, after after not the best start to this second half of the season, I think I I pushed a little bit too soon, took some risks, a little bit too soon, and uh, which is ironic because I advocated against that for yeah. a long time. But um
3: yeah, well you took down the hardware in the in the spring season, so I don't think you have any. Well, just to a silver, ever.
1: yeah, just a silver medal, so not a big deal. I think right. if you combine the not seasons, it's showing me as eighth um, overall. So maybe I'll see if I can get have any shot at. Number one, I doubt I do, but um, that would be a goal. Number mm-hmm. one combined, I think Todd Modisette, um, who beat me in the in the spring, is is well ahead of me in the fall as well. Mm. But um, yeah, so no big deal. Um, all right. How about you, Andrew? Where are you at? Uh,
2: I'm at. I'm only a few points behind you. Uh, yeah. So. Okay.
1: So how about we just try and beat each other this week?
2: Yeah, I Our, mean. Overall. I guess I'd rather but the two of us beat everybody else. I I mean top that's 100 cool. would be fine. Yeah. Um I can't even remember where I finished in the spring season. I am 72nd in the supporter shield as we have been calling it. Oh, nice. <laughs> um I don't think it's even possible for me to fall out of the top 100 for that uh, given not. that there are 34 weeks going in. So Yeah,
3: I got to see where I am in the supporter shield. I haven't looked in a little while. That's that's like mobile only, right? No. No, it's, if, no, it's if desktop only, point. I think. Okay. Yeah, it,
2: you would think that the mobile, the the desktop view team points would show you your actual rank, but yeah, um, see it
3: here. So no. yeah, I'm 23rd.
2: Yeah, see, that's pretty good. Um, but
3: what about this? So if Atlanta wins, if all right, all right. But what about this? <laughs> if Atlanta wins the Supporters Shield on Sunday, then and I win the Atlanta Supporters League, then I mean, can I be the Supporters Shield champ? Something like that. Um, no how it works no that's not. Nope.
2: How, it's like winning the all-star game something all right. like that yeah uh, anyway, so uh, JD, you actually kind of previewed a question that I had uh, for later, but I might as well just bring it up now. Um, this idea that you're like you found you know if you find a clean sheet that you really like, do you think the best strategy is to just fully stack a back line and just hope that they all clear it out? Like I guess that's the risk that you're willing to take in week 35 here.
1: Yeah, well, it, it yeah, it all depends on what your goal is, honestly. I mm-hmm. mean, I I want to get higher. I don't really care if I fall down from 117. Like right. I I would rather just move up. Um So I'm going to roll the dice. If you're say 10th overall, let just for fun, let me go see what the the top of the standings look like while we're here. Oh, it won't let me. Change,
2: yeah, it's too easy.
1: Um, Um, I mean, I mean, I imagine it's close, but how many points is 10th away
2: um, from us?
1: No, for uh, 10th from first place.
2: Um, oh, wait, this is the Rotowire League. I'm like, why is it? Uh, let's see.
1: Good time for the MLS site to go down.
2: 1434 is the top score,
1: yeah, and then we're at uh, 1405, so you're 29 points away. Uh, the middle fart old boys.
2: That's 10. Rosie, yep. Yep. Sitting
1: there at ten. Yeah, like roll for all the clean sheets. Yeah. That's what I would do. Unless you really care about winning the New England League because there's a guy only three behind you there, another guy only eight behind you. But, I mean, I would want to go for it.
3: Okay. So you're, you're – uh, I mean, I guess this is something that we'll get to as well and down the, the podcast, but – if you're going for it, are you it's it looks like Zlatan's sticking out to me as the top captain, but I mean, is that somewhere that you think you've got to differentiate like maybe like a Joseph or something like that?
1: Is are you sure Ladero isn't the top captain?
3: He's he's in the mix for me. He's my top midfielder this week. Yeah. It just feels like Zlatan's maybe. For goals, yeah, for maybe sure. they, I mean, it feels like LA's gotta go off here, so mm-hmm. yeah. Seattle doesn't have as much motivation. But I don't know, it just feels like Captain is is in a one-off, and that's where you're going to want to try to differentiate yourself the most. Yeah. I mean,
1: captains big, clean sheets are big. If you're 29 points back, like that hypothetical situation, but um, it's tight at the top. I think two people are tied. Um,
3: yeah, there's uh, Bird Turgler. I think he's may have listened to the show or uh, looked at your he, rankings. He, it seems like his... he
1: uh, he interacts on Twitter and he also writes a really good fantasy column from time to time on the uh the fc dallas sb nation
3: blog. Hmm. very cool yeah he's up in the running he's a point out yeah he's been, yep.
1: been yep. in this uh, probably almost as long as you skyler at least longer than me I yeah believe. The,
3: definitely recognize the name so yeah best of luck to everybody up at the top it's really tight it's a lot tighter than i had thought yeah, it was
1: especially after. if you're a regular listener and you use my rankings <laughs> there you go Nice. Hey, real, real quick before we get started, uh, can I ask? Do you guys have any good Halloween costumes
2: um, this year?
1: Negative.
3: My kids are trying to stick me in some kind of Fortnite costume. They say I look I like know. some Fortnite character. Well, I guess that's the that's the fad these days. Yeah.
1: I uh, I thought of one this past weekend, and you're welcome to borrow it as well if you want, Skylar. But uh, I think I'm going to oh. be a goat a ghost this year. And um, all I'm going to have to do is go on MLSsoccer.com and order myself a Chris Wondolowski
3: jersey. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let me have it. Let me have all the...
2: <laughs> I, was I was really – uh... I, I was literally on the edge of my seat wondering where this was going.
3: <laughs> yeah, go ahead and serve me my, my dish of crow now because <sighs> <I'd, laughs> I'll eat it. I actually – I was hurt enough by his uh, – it wasn't a total goose egg. He gave me four points, but <laughs> I probably, I probably, in retrospect, may have missed out on like ten points by not by <laughs> plugging Wanda in instead of like I probably would have had Corey Baird or Dom Dwyer or Ibrahimovic. You actually, I think it was on Slack. You gave me that out. You said there's still time to go to. I
1: told you I there's still time to switch to Ibra, but yeah. you refused. I tried. Hey, That's all I to do. I
3: mean, you know, it was it was uh it is what it what it is. He had eight shots. I mean, the game pretty much played out as. I expected it to. It's just, you know, I was watching the game in chunks. I couldn't sit there and watch that <laughs> whole game. It was a pretty bad game. Um,
2: How many of those did he get on just, goal?
3: He had zero shots on goal. Yeah. I mean, it, it actually looked like San Jose was trying too hard to get him the record. So. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Though.
1: And Colorado is probably selling out to defend Wando.
3: Yeah, they really kind of bunkered which him, which is frustrating. This late, yeah, I mean, but this late in the season, it's like... Uh, why are right. you gonna play like that like it's just you don't have anything to play for right i don't know whatever but yeah it didn't work out um it, it, i mean it it did in a couple of ways dfs he got eight points he was pretty cheap nice good material for the pod that worked out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go the uh the anytime goal scorer prop that i wanted to have a little bit of fun with did not work out so <laughs> and i was yeah i was all in on wando and it didn't play out but hey he's going to score and tie the record this weekend you know that's how to oh, go. Would- at seattle in the in a much tougher matchup on the road it's going to happen but are you, you going to can- play him this then? We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah i guess not, not playing him this week <laughs> i did throw him in as my i think he's ranked number 20 in my forward <laughs> rankings this week.
1: Wow, what a fall.
2: Yeah, really. <laughs>
3: number 8
1: last week. What one more uh, item to clean up before we really dive in. Uh DC United game this weekend was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, they're still working on the atmosphere I think a little bit, but um very nice stadium. And, oh, you got uh, to see some good goals too. Mhm. Yeah, it was pretty good all around. Um I will say I now fully understand like TV does not do justice to how bad um Omegot is for NYCFC. <laughs> um and also EBEGA at center back, so bad. Like yeah. can't even play the ball, like pass it around, to keep possession. Like a, a team that's like seven degrees removed from Pep Guardiola, it still has to <laughs> still has to pain him that EBEGA is starting on a, a team associated very loosely with him. So I think he's
2: I, the most complained about player amongst uh New York City F C fans. EBega is? Yes.
1: Oh, I thought it was Amagad.
2: It's probably yeah. both of them
1: they both deserve it um a four he was bad like all around just not good um david via had to like constantly push out on the wing yeah. because he wasn't couldn't beat uh the center backs so he's kind of floating but um rooney was really impressive just like every other great player that comes over that you kind of say oh they're a little over the hill whatever their um their awareness and positioning off the ball completely makes up for it huh like I mean, Rooney, Rooney just finds space that like even Dom Dwyer can't, and Dom Dwyer's twice as athletic. Mm-hmm. So it was That's it good. was pretty impressive. And Acosta is so slippery; it's unbelievable. Like people can't. I, obviously, he had a couple runs like just right along the goal line, that um he had no business beating the defenders to goal, and he did. And so he did, yeah, yeah.
3: Very cool. So, did you have captain last week, JD?
1: I had Acosta, so I sh- i mean, I should have had Rooney, obviously, but I got yeah. to watch, so that was fun.
3: Yeah, but like it was a coin flip between if it those. For the,
1: yeah, if it weren't for the penalty kick, Acosta would have paid off, I think.
3: Yeah, I ended up on Rooney, so you know that's what I expect out of my captain. Yeah, um, very I'm nice. Happy for the uh, the forty-six point haul. Yeah. I think that actually helped offset the the Wando four pointer and the Kai Kamara two pointer. I'm surprised. <sighs> uh, well, surprised a lot fun. of people didn't have him in his in their lineup. Yeah, that just I mean, seemed like Kai was a lock, but Yeah, he was a popular play, but I was there was several people in the top top fifty even that didn't play him, so that that one stung. Yeah.
1: Oh well. Yeah. I just wanted to give a report. I thought it was a good game. I thought Ariola playing after his dad died the that week was impressive too. He was pretty good playing from the right back position, super dangerous, and Canuse is extremely good in the middle of the field. Yeah so i mean DC, i think they're they're more of a force to be reckoned with than i thought before i saw them this weekend mm-hmm. wow um i don't think that means that they're they're a real contender to come out of the east but the, i think there's a chance now whereas before i watched them i didn't and i don't know what's going on with the nycfc but i fully would expect them to bow out the first week
3: wow
2: i don't disagree yeah, with-
3: DC this week is kind of tricky for me because I mean they've been so good I mean it feels like Luch and and Rooney have been locks I've even been dabbling with their defense and Bill Hamid here and there but it feels like even though they're in a pretty good matchup at Chicago it kind of feels like a letdown spot for me if, maybe if here, it, it all depends
1: yeah it all depends if they let their foot off the pedal now that they made the playoffs
2: right
3: because
1: mm-hmm. um, they conceivably could um, get into the three seed.
2: Yep. That's
3: yeah, true.
1: Um, wait, or they could at least jump Philly, get the four seed, and then they have a home game, which would be cool. Um, in the new stadium, like, that's exactly what you want if you're D.C. So I think they keep their foot on the pedal and they take care of uh, take care of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a, a lot of people will probably pick D.C. for the clean sheet this week. I wouldn't quite go that far just because if they get up a goal or two, they easily could, could let one in and not care. But um, –
2: yeah, I don't yeah. think they can get to three. I they, mean, New York City's locked in the there. Yeah. Because they still have, they're a win short. So if they, a win gets them tied and then it's goal differential. And right now, New York City's up by two. Oh, it's only two. Excuse me. You're yeah. right. Yeah, they could get there. Yeah, they definitely could Sorry, get there. Sorry, I was looking at Philly, with their oh, one. Oh, yeah.
1: Philly's not close. But yeah. um, it all depends if Philly can do anything against New York. So, yep. That's it. So the, I guess uh DC is rooting for a Philadelphia win, but yeah. a big win. No, DC doesn't want a big win from no. Philly.
2: Well it's a, Yeah, it's they, like a nine,
1: they do. Well, not a huge win. They just want a big win.
2: <laughs> well, th- because their their big win yeah. knocks New York City down You're too.
1: You're right. Honestly, I mean the way New York is playing, I would expect Philadelphia to win this game.
2: Yeah, I could see that. For sure. For sure. Um all right, let's let's uh, stick to our position uh, breakdowns, just because it seems to have been working this year. Um, Skylar, you uh, mentions Laton as kind of a captain. Did you actually use the term lock before JD slightly unlocked that lock with Ladera? No,
3: I don't think uh, I don't think I said lock. Okay, I, just I, check. I guess top captain uh, option. Yeah, I guess. Uh... Jumping back a little bit, I think the Wando goal guarantee was my first goal guarantee that I've missed on the podcast. Just for his, just <laughs> for history no way keeping that's purposes, the first one you've missed on the podcast. <laughs> just yeah, for record keeping purposes, guys. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think I said he was a lock for uh, captain. But I feel like he's got to be a lock in lineups at least. Right. And he's probably at the top of the. I mean, it's it's between him and Ladero for me is for captain choices right now. So yeah. yeah.
1: And when we say lock, if you really need to make up ground, obviously you need to do something drastically different. So then like, like Andrew said, unlock it. But um, (laughs) I mean, yeah, if you are competitive, you're like where you want to be and you want to maintain your position or gain a little bit, um, Zlatan's definitely should be in your lineup. Yeah. I would say he's the number one forward off the board because Houston have no motivation to... Play hard to play their starters. They yep. might go with a, a younger group. Um, I have a feeling Senderos isn't going to be out there, so like <laughs> he's not going to be shutting Zlatan down. Um,
2: There's yeah. Zlatan stopper, Philippe yeah. Senderos.
1: I, I mean, there there definitely is a chance that Houston could like relish their their spoiler role. Um, I just like that's not motivating them more than playoffs is motivating.
3: Slot yeah, card. they right. got their U.S. Open Cup trophy. They're they're happy with what they've got this season. <laughs> they don't they don't need anything out of the else out of this year. So right, good. Yeah, I mean,
1: it, there's a chance that they do something crazy and pull it off. But um, like Mike Petke said, there's like a one in a million chance RSL gets into the playoffs now. Mathematically, it's like way higher
3: than that. But um,
2: yeah, <laughs> a win gets them in.
3: Pet- like, Pet- oh no, they don't. They're, they're pretty done. Pretty Excuse me. Pick. Yeah. Yeah, um, Ty gets the Galaxy in um
2: yeah. does
1: it because they wouldn't have as many wins as rsl isn't that the
2: oh yeah wins is the first one you're right yeah draw doesn't get them in
1: really i thought wins was the first tiebreaker but i it is I i'm
2: thought... looking at the page right here oh, okay. I'm I'm not,
1: not, i was gonna say i'm not a red line expert by yeah. any means the red line is black
2: this yeah. year for
3: MLS, the red line is black this year there's been no talk of the None. red on this year it's it's like somebody said hey guys we got to do away with this.
2: yeah which is yeah, really the, disappointing.
1: Uh, the the team that did the redesign on the website in the fantasy game, they yeah. uh forgot to color it. Yeah.
2: And just all of that lost red line content is just killing us. <laughs> anyway, um An cool
1: about the red line I just have to mention. I love that no one would attribute. <laughs> I love that no one would attribute their name as the author on that and it was just <laughs> endless staff.
2: It was Skyler.
3: It was so bad. No. Nah. It's fantasy <laughs> fantasy advice only here
2: fair enough fair enough
3: no line advice
2: uh so if zlatan is one uh skylar you have bwp two. okay G- jd yeah. are you thinking that that's the right spot for bwp I
1: think, I think i'm gonna have him three um i need to make sure rui diaz is gonna play but i think he's number two for me
2: wow why
1: Why (laughs) Uh,
2: really Because
1: Seattle could get a bye if they win. Mm -hmm. And they're playing San Jose, Mm -hmm. who's the worst team in the (laughs) – they have seven less points than Orlando, who just like set the record for being terrible in terms of goals against.
3: Yeah. BWP's playing Orlando now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, here's my thing with BWP. BWP just does not tend to score like in bunches
2: yeah loves his one goal
1: yeah BWP is the king of one goal yeah he
3: had a hat trick like
1: I he had four had rounds ago. this year yeah sure Fernando Adi had a hat trick like every other game that he or a brace now he's playing in
3: Cincinnati yeah. <laughs> has more than a brace yeah. every other game yeah but um I like the Rui Diaz. yeah Rui I Diaz think, shall always get yeah, tripped up on that. I think
1: Rui Diaz is probably a little ahead of BWP for me, and then you can start talking
3: Rooney, even though he's on the road.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, yeah,
3: just real quick on the BWP thing. I mean, it just feels like with them, it's partly why I've got Yosef ranked at third, too. It just feels like that one of those two guys is going to have a really big game because both of those teams, Red Bulls and Atlanta, are pretty much playing for the supporter shield this yeah, weekend for sure it's basically like a, a trophy game for both those teams so i mean i think atlanta will get the job done at toronto but uh, i mean i wouldn't be surprised if toronto pulled out at least a draw and in that point at that point then would that put new york in the conversation for yeah new york's got 21 wins so if they win and win at home against orlando then that gives them the supporter shield yeah.
1: here's one thing that makes me a little bit nervous about BWP is what if Atlanta jumps out to a big lead, um, say it's halftime, mm-hmm. Atlanta's up 3 nothing. Red Bulls figure, oh, well, doesn't really matter what happens here in the second half with our game, so we'll just rest BWP, Kaku, whoever,
3: for playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a valid concern, but I think it's just a what-if. I mean, I think you could probably say the same thing if Javinko happens to – go off in the first half and score a few goals
2: and yeah, red,
1: red bulls are up are... Like directly playing them. So that's a weird situation
3: to
2: No, but Atlanta is. Like, yeah. It... That's
3: what I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of the sw- switch scenario scenarios. Right. If Toronto would get a, a big jump, like I'm just saying, just it's more of a, what if I feel like a, you yeah, can but say that about what if yours is an unlikely.
1: What if
2: you, th-
3: you don't think Toronto can beat Atlanta at home?
1: I don't think is going to score three goals. I don't, don't no, even no, no, know No, no, play.
2: But it's not even – Javinko has nothing to do with it. it was, I mean, he does in the fact that he's the most likely goal scorer. But the point was, what happens if Toronto is up big on Atlanta?
1: Yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like you think it's
1: more there, likely for Atlanta to be up they're big they're on Toronto? They're playing for the Supporters' Shield. So are they really going to go down big to
3: Toronto? I mean, they almost let it – slide against Chicago <laughs> I mean yeah not- no
2: El Marone it makes me really well, yeah not really, but it makes me factor. hesitant
3: that's
1: a that's a reason I'm not really on Yosef this week as much as I usually would be I mean he's definitely a good play but um I like other guys more
2: mm-hmm. is how much uh is me playing David via a differential
1: Uh, if you would have watched him like I did last weekend in person, huge Hmm. via via has no help, first of all. And he like, can't create that much for himself anymore, except just, um, you know, hoping people play him a, a good ball and he can get a shot off. I mean, he had seven shots, I think in the game, but it felt to me like he had like two Hmm. And actually, he only had two on goal. One was a nice goal, but um, the other – my big observation with New York, the off-the-ball movement is terrible. Like, they don't – if one guy has the ball, almost there nobody else is moving except, like, one person to get open for them. So yeah. it just, like, looks like they're not motivated. Um, I don't know how a team coached by Pep Guardiola's assistant doesn't have – uh, the midfield and attackers moving around and getting open for each other. But, right. um, like, when Villa has the ball, there's not that many options for him, and then he gets frustrated. Then the ref gets mad at Villa because Villa just
3: complains. <laughs> and It again- just feels like there's been so much rotation in that team, I yeah. guess, you know, partly due to injury and maybe some international stuff and whatever. It just feels like there's been way too much rotation in that roster for them to get. Yeah. Consistent with each other, like even Medina, I think, just came back, and herrera is getting back into the mix. So yeah,
1: Castellanos was not good from what I saw. I mean, look, everything I'm saying is like a one-game anecdote, but it also had it matches up with what people have been saying about New York for a month.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
3: But you still want your 500k for Castellanos from earlier in the season, though? Well, that would be yeah.
1: nice. I picked him, and he scored. He was good that week, so. He's for- <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched him before. It was his first game.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I don't think I've used him since.
2: There's no way you've used him since because we would have talked about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I also think Philly's defense is pretty good. That would be another reason I'm not using Via.
3: Um, well, they're they're playing for aren't they? Are they playing for a spot two or no? No, it looks like. Uh, Philly's safe. Yeah, and they're they're,
2: they're pretty much field. locked. Yeah, they're pretty much locked in where they're at.
1: Not about a team that really shouldn't care about home field since they're
2: actually home no field. they they can Those get they it up. they can get third if they beat New York City. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, sorry.
1: Skyler meant playing for a just a playoff spot in general. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. No, they've still got something to play for here.
1: Yeah, Philadelphia has. Uh, they would be seventh out of eleven in the East at home. Um, third away, so they actually haven't lost uh, any of their last five away matches. Hmm. Their Ooh. home field advantage is just bad because they don't get a crowd.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, for somebody like me who wants to go off the green this week, um, who are some of the guys that I should be considering? Apparently, David V is not the answer. <laughs> Carlos. I think,
3: Vela. Yeah, Vela. Yeah, Vela's a little off the cuff. I think you've got Jassi Zardes pretty much must win at home against Minnesota for the crew. 6.1 million. He's on my bench right now. He mentioned at the top of the pod, Andrew, that this isn't going to be a week for the switcheroo, but it's the perfect week oh. for our favorite
1: lazy room. Lazy
2: room, yeah. You're <laughs> so right. If, a, you're, uh,
1: if you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong. Yeah.
2: Yep. yeah,
1: and, I mean, like, There's no reason to pour your money into a starting... Uh, Eleven and not using your bench players. Because all you have to do with the lazy Rue is spend on one extra player because you're putting the 4.0s in the lineup. RSL isn't playing. Yep. So there's no excuse to not do this. You have to save money for one extra quality player, and
3: that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep, so right now I've got Zarda's... On my bench, I think I've even got Justin Miriam. I've got kind of a full crew, lazy Rue going right now. Um, But no, I like Zardes as a differential. I like Ola Kamara as a differential. Everybody's going to be on Zlatan, but I think Kamara could jump out with a big game. And then Maxi or Rudy at Colorado, Dallas, has a big game coming up too. Um, They've got a lot at stake. I like all three of those guys' differentials this week. They don't think are going to be very high-owned. I like that. I like uh,
1: Diego Valeri. I don't know if that's a differential or not, but he's on the road, and I think there's going to be other midfielders people are paying attention to. Mm -hmm. Um, Portland really can't jump up the standings as much as it looks like at first glance because they're going to have one less win if they get to that 57-point range that LAFC and Dallas have. But what they can do is they could jump the Sounders. And so, like... It looks like they might be playing Seattle, the four or five matchup. If they jump, I mean that determines home field in a
3: Cascadia rivalry game. Yep, that would be, that would be huge. Hmm. I like it. I had Valeria this last week. He got me ten points. Blanco, outscored Blanco him again. Really good too. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like he's been he's been the guy in Portland lately. But I yeah I wouldn't Blanco. overlook Valeria here. Yeah.
1: How about RSL blowing that game against Portland with their fresh, good players? Yeah. When uh, their youngsters went out and dominated midweek.
3: Yeah, good call on uh, Bofo, by the way.
1: It would have been nice if they started in the second game. I mean, he had 12 fantasy <laughs> in the first game.
3: Yeah, that was my hesitation on, on playing him. And plus, it was like. I think he was $4 million, like bare minimum. And so he just left a ton of cash in my bank. And it just the mental thing, when you leave that much money <laughs> on the table, it's like, I can't do it. I got to yeah. pay up for Valeri or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's funny. Worked out for you, though, even though he played one game. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I'll take it. I saved a lot of money using him, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, all right. Well, you mentioned Valeri. Let's just move to midfield, unless there's a forward that we didn't talk about that you think should. Um. C- 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 J.D., is Wando going to make your top 20? Probably. Ooh.
1: I mean, it's probably going to be the low, low teens. But, I mean, just the fact that he is still going for that record. Um, San Jose are going to attack. And Seattle, if they get up a couple goals, might let their foot off the pedal. I don't know. It's There's a lot of factors that don't make it that terrible.
3: Yeah, he's definitely a bubble. Top 20 bubble worthy. I think I've finished mine. Mine out with Pania, Nikolic, and Wando, so that kind of gives you an idea of what you're looking at down there.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I had that front line during a double game week at some point this season.
3: <laughs> uh. You mentioned uh, the Dallas
1: forwards by any chance?
2: Skyler so. mentioned a Rudy.
1: Yeah, okay. That's, I mean. Yeah,
3: Baji's just been so play. hit or miss. And he's playing uh it's a Baji revenge game. Ooh, this is true. Mm. Yeah, it's. I didn't think about that, but yeah. it's. I mean, he's been hit or miss, but it's that's something to keep in mind i think he might have a good game yeah Skylar
1: loves Baji and he loves revenge games i love a good revenge mm-hmm. game
3: <laughs> i don't know if i love Baji that much but i do love a good revenge game
1: oh come on andrew you know skyler's
3: uh been in the Baji fan club for sure i think you were the one that compared Baji to to uh ibra back at earlier in i the think season. that's i think that's also correct <laughs> it wasn't a comparison to roll the tape back
2: yeah, I think it was something like, "Well, if you're gonna play Zlatan, you might as well play Baji." And we were like, "Well, yeah, huh? that
3: one definitely stuck
2: in my head for yeah. some reason. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't remember it being wrong. <laughs> we'll to, uh,
1: we'll to go see what the scores were that week. <laughs> yeah,
2: and just go back to the last one. Baji wasn't as wasn't a one. Or anyway, uh, you like Valeri? Uh, JD Valeri is twelfth on Skyler's uh, midfield rankings. Um, a little low. Ladero. Seems like the very, very clear number one. Uh, Alessandrini is yeah, that's a good one. Uh, up there as well. Um, and then Pipa, who is actually really cheap for somebody who has this matchup. Cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, Skylar, I want to talk about Piotti because uh, you have him at four. And I just don't. I mean, I, I guess I get it. They have plenty to play for, but it, it seems unlikely. But I guess you just think he's going going to be going all out because they need this win at New England to even have a chance at the playoffs.
3: Yeah, that's really it. Just more of a play on the situation that uh, Montreal's in. I mean, mm-hmm. they're seventh place. They're two points back of the crew, so realistically they would need – I mean, I guess a draw might get them there if Columbus happened to draw at home to Minnesota, which just – almost seems like kind of what Mike Pecky said, like almost a one in a million chance of yeah. this happening.
2: Uh,
1: I disagree. I think Minnesota.
3: Okay. I mean, they've been bad
1: lately though. Just so bad. Yeah, Columbus haven't won any of their last three. They've actually lost yeah. two.
3: Yeah. And they just lost to Orlando. I mean, it's not a good look, but yeah, that's, that's basically what it is based on. And just if Montreal is playing, I mean, it's a one-off, like all these teams are lining up at the same time. So they don't know what's, theoretically they don't know what's going on i mean they're going to be probably be getting you know some updates or whatever from the sidelines throughout the game but i mean they montreal is going into this thinking if we win and columbus stays 0-0 like it is right now then they could potentially punch a ticket so i don't they feel would, like they would right because they have
1: yeah. they have an extra win so if right. columbus ties and montreal wins they're in
3: yeah. absolutely and so
1: columbus's only win in the last 6 is a 2-1 victory over colorado yeah. yeah, and they're gonna like be for, event,
3: so he's suspended. So Yeah.
1: For for all the talk of Bearhalter, national team coach, which I actually think I like. Um I've always really liked Bearhalter. But if he doesn't take the crew to the playoffs, can we really uh, hire him for a national team coach?
2: It's a good point. Like yeah, you can't I mean, even get like... your
1: team into the playoffs over uh the union, DC United
3: yeah so basically we can can liken if they cannot get past minnesota united to this is the hex (laughs) (laughs) and they don't deserve
1: it right that yeah pretty much exactly i honestly like minnesota has they've been not great but that they like always pop up with good games here and there and they they're kind of built like Columbus, except with worse players. (laughs) But they have Quintero, who's way better than anyone Columbus has.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm
1: on board with Piotti and Air this week. Both. Wow. Piotti, you could argue Piotti is the number one midfielder this weekend.
3: Wow. Yeah, I was I was it was him or I was down to having a single game week player midfielder in my lineup last week. It was down to him or Valeri. I went Valeri. Piotti scored twice, so I mean that's kind of the Yeah, the Andy earned a penalty. Yeah, I mean he had a monster game, so I don't know a spot like this could be another smash spot for him. And that could be, and I think I don't think he's going to be very high owned too. So that could be another differential, Andrew. He he should be like he has 16
1: goals and 12 assists. There's not many MLS players in history that do double digits in both in yeah. a year, and imagine how quietly he's done it this season.
3: Yeah, that's where it's I was going to go that. It's just I feel like maybe he's let people down so many yeah. times just because it feels like he's so boomer bust. Like when he goes off, and he's. You know he's bringing home these like 15 to 20 point hauls, right. but when he when he doesn't, then it hurts you pretty bad. But it feels like last game of the season, Montreal still has a little bit to play for, a yeah. lot to play for. Would uh, you th-
1: would you consider captaining Piatti? I was I just t- about to
3: say that. I totally would. I mean, I wouldn't in my spot. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to play it a little safer just since I am, like I said earlier, I'm going for that first place in the Atlanta League. I don't think I, yeah. get, I need to get too crazy here, but I wouldn't blame anybody that wants to make up a significant move up the leaderboard. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I know Ladero, like, at times, probably more often than not, is just a bonus point, like Fiend, but Piotti scores more. For sure. Like, a significant amount more.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I like that. I like that talk a lot, um, Skyler. You've got Kaku up here. Um, uh,
1: it's funny because he's the BWP of midfielders. Yeah. like he never he never has a huge game.
2: Never. Um, yeah, it's
3: the home game against Orlando. Supporters' shield still hanging in the balance. Like, yeah, no, I get it. There's a question. Question revenge game, by the way. <laughs> it is a question revenge game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, just the thing with Kaku, too, is it's like he's – I think he's still their PK taker. He took one this last game and scored, even though I think the one before that he missed. So, you know, if, if they get a penalty kick, it's going to be him. I feel like there's going to be goals here. So, I, feel, I think he's up near the top of the assist charts this season. So, I like the price a lot, $7.7 7 I think he's actually the third guy in my lazy rue this week.
1: Hmm. I don't want to – I don't want to rain on your parade um and it's just a a question i'm not saying it's true or false but doesn't royer usually take the penalties for new york has that changed or was he not in the field when kaku took the last one
3: yeah he missed last game i saw somewhere that he had some sort of a i don't know knee inflammation or something like that all right the same with uh kamar lawrence like those two are still i think they returned to training was the last i heard but status was still a little unclear so i kind of just ignored them basically thinking gotcha They're out this game too. So
1: Yeah, so if but, I would say if Royer's in the lineup you can't definitely can't count on Kaku to take the penalty. He might. He might not. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. that's a good point. I just uh, it feels like Kaku's still in a pretty yeah. good spot. I still like uh, him. Yeah, I yeah. still
1: like him for sure.
3: And it feels it really feels like once you get past the first maybe even like three or four midfielders that it's really really tough to differentiate who's or prioritize which midfielder is in a better yeah. spot than another.
1: I I think like Lucho Acosta, if DC United roll out like a a full lineup, I think you still have to really consider playing Acosta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
2: one guy you guys didn't have last week that Sky was surprised he <laughs> was a little lower was uh, Victor Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Um,
3: I was waiting. I was waiting for the uh, the lash out on swaying you off of Daniel Sh- Shalloway. Oh I no, I, I
2: didn't. I didn't want to go down that road again.
3: Leading midfield score of of week 34 right there. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, it was Felipe also, if we really wanted to go down that road. But anyway, I make my own decisions (laughs) here. Um, You like I almost would rather Victor Rodriguez at 6.7 than Kaku at 7.7. If like we think that Seattle, I mean, Seattle's playing San Jose. is something to play for? Why not with a V-Rod and Ladero in the midfield?
1: Are you not using Rui Diaz then?
2: Um, I mean, I could.
1: You but... could. I three people from one team is a little bit much, in my opinion. Yeah. Like they need to score four goals for that to really pay yeah. off.
2: I'm probably Even not like, playing Rui maybe. Diaz though.
3: Okay, then yeah, V Rod's so... cool in a in a lazy Rui. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing with V Rod, and I I did uh I cashed in on him. I think it was the first week that he was back starting. Um, he's had. A few really big weeks he's had 15 points last yeah. week he had 13 points the week before and 15 the week before that so he's been getting points but you got to keep in mind that when he was i think it was like week 31 through the first game of uh this last week lodera was out yeah so he was he was producing he was basically the guy kind of uh, running that attack a lot of the times um with Lodero out and then you take a look at this last game with Ladero back, he only had two points, mm-hmm. so just feels like with Ladero back definitely eats into his fantasy value some. So that's kind of where I'm maybe a little bit lower on V Rod than maybe I should be. Just looking at the matchup and his price and everything, uh, I still think he's a good play. I just I feel like Ladero being back definitely um, you know suppresses his fantasy value some. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah.
2: that's the response I expected. So I'm glad I you got it. Okay. I'd rather
3: have Shalloway, for sure, than
1: V-Run.
2: Hmm, okay.
1: I mean, that game is pretty important for both teams. Both teams, yeah. I mean, it literally determines who comes in first in the West.
2: Yep. Yep. LAFC, not exactly the defensive powerhouse.
1: No, but Sporting haven't really been either. True. I mean they've been very good defensively, but I think they're when they play a good team, they're exploitable.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about with midfield this week. There's it's it gets so cluttered. Um, I mean, even picking a top thirty this week was tough for me. I've got Miriam one spot ahead of Shalloway this week. And then no. I've got Sebastian <laughs> legit. And I've got Sebastian Legit right behind Shalloway. Like I feel like any three of those guys could have a, a really big week this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about a uh, Zoltan Steeper? Did you rank him? I did not. I mean, he's probably a bubble player for me this week. Just yeah. a, Assad was the same. Like I couldn't.
1: Yeah, Assad, Assad
3: was right there around thirtieth for me.
1: I'd be surprised if Assad played because he got really beat up in the uh, the game I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he suffered six or seven fouls, and it just he was struggling to to walk off a one or two of the tackles. So I think they're gonna rest him. If I had to guess, it's good to know. Zoltan's only five point four. Wow! If you really need to save,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I think you do. Ne- we are gonna need to use at least one of those cheap guys. I agree. Um, Shallowy Steber. Um, we mentioned a couple others, but those are two I like a lot.
3: Miram's six point eight. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Miram's cool. I. I mean. I kind of like to go with the guys that have actually shown me something.
3: <laughs> lately, he's had a but... couple of goals, like when he's played in this last week. He didn't even. That's another reason, I guess, I'm a little bit higher on Miram this week. It got the good matchup at home. Got the pretty much must win, and he didn't play this last week at Orlando. I guess there was something in the the trade clause that he didn't have to play against his ex team or something like that. Oh, that's so dumb. Not Orlando, I mean, a bunch so, of cowards. I mean, <laughs> I saw something that Maron was hopeful that he, that they would wave that off and aid would still get to play, but he didn't. So he comes into this a little bit fresher. I don't know. It just feels like a, a game that like, if you're talking differentials and I like him a lot, um, Alex Moyle is another player that I think is a pretty good differential. He's 5.8 million and he's not, he's, he's another hit or miss player, but if he's in the lineup again, then he's got some, he's going to have opportunities to produce. So at that price, um, he's on my radar. All right, we we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. <laughs>
2: uh, some some people are gonna yeah. have to do that though. Um,
3: what about uh, any any Barco takes? Six point five million. It's cool if he starts. Yeah,
1: I mean they need someone to to step up in lieu of Almiron, and they haven't
3: really found it yet. Yeah, he started at home this last weekend at home against Chicago and had a nice two-pointer
2: my take on barco is that i don't think he's a very good player like i think he's actually not good and yeah. but playing in atlanta hides it significantly yeah um i
1: think barco is pretty good so
2: i have no interest no what about uh alessandrini we, we just heard...
1: hyped we just hyped alex Moyle more than barco
2: um well him. we did like we did not
1: as
3: a as a group I like, Moyle's is... I like Moyle's matchup a little better and his and his yeah. I feel like he's gonna have more opportunity maybe than Barco, but it's close.
1: Listeners, <laughs> if you use Moyle over Barco, let me know. <laughs> and then I will laugh at you after the result. Nice.
2: Nice. Um Skylar, you have Alessandrini second, but it doesn't seem like he's gonna make your lineup. What? Is that a uh, incorrect uh- take? I feel like we've talked about a lot of midfielders, including expensive He's guys in like Ladero. Get Gianni. him in. Oh, okay.
3: okay. Yeah, I've got, I'm looking at my lineup right now, and I mean, maybe it's giving too much away, whatever, if, if Tyga's listening out here. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're right. right. Thanks for listening, Tyga. But no, I've got uh, Ladero, Alessandrini, and Iguain as my three-man midfield right now. I've got a 5-3-2 um, with two of my defenders, 4.0, well, I've got a 4.0 Salt Lake guy and then I've got a shout out to uh, Chris Odoi-Atsum from DC United. I think he was just uh, I think he just uh, announced that he I, I believe he's got leukemia or some some form of cancer that he's battling so <laughs> maybe yeah, it's a little shout out to him and his battle as he's uh, taking that on but I don't know if you can, can do that in fantasy but there it is. I plugged him into my lineup. He's 4.5 million. Um, so I've got I've got
1: you two 4.0 defender.
3: I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just throwing things around right, right now. So it's, it's probably not finalized, but, um, so yeah, I mean, that's where I am right now. I've got a five, three, two, I've got two dummies in the back and I've got Miram and Kaku on my bench. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I've got Lodero, Al- Alessandrini and Iguain in my three man midfield.
2: So, all the Piati talk about oh, possibly wow. capting him means you don't even roster him.
3: No Piati, no Acosta, I, I and no. I, anything about, I don't think I said anything about captaining You're right.
2: Piatti, you're right. But, you're right. Hmm.
3: I mean, yeah, it's, there's going to be some decisions to be made, but I feel like Ladero, Alessandrini, and Iguain are like the clear cut top three for me. I mean, maybe, maybe you throw Piati in there. What? He's a little pricier for my, like, I mean, Igwine just feels like too much of a discount not to have him. Yeah. I, I, I don't
1: know what Iguain, like. Just seems like a not maybe even two tiers below Acosta, Valerian, Piotti for me.
2: That's why he's cheaper.
1: Yeah, but like save somewhere else. Save oh. in the defense.
3: Yeah, I mean, are you you're just you're just ignoring the, what's it say for for Columbus? I mean, it feels like
1: you're ignoring what's at stake for all the other players. Like it's the same.
3: Uh, I guess so. But it feels like at home to Minnesota is just like the prime spot that you'd want somebody like that in.
1: Hmm. Pipa has had a really rough, like almost entire season. He had a really good stretch like at the beginning for a little while, but he's been pretty bad lately. I know he scored a goal last game, but he like hasn't really been getting many bonus points. And he hasn't been getting many assists, which should be his bread and butter. And Columbus have been bad. So, like, when you – all of those are bad ingredients. And then there's one, like, overpowering good ingredient that you like here, which is the necessity of people having a good game.
3: Yeah, it's that. And it's just that they've got to have somebody to, to give them that good game. And so it's – for me, then it's him. It's, you know, sprinkling some Mirum, sprinkling some – jossie zardes and maybe some santos but it feels like iguain going to be that the key and i don't know I, I feel like in a one-off like i want him in this spot so yeah i don't know I, he's
1: like the truffle oil for anybody that uh that watches chopped or something
2: <laughs> hmm. okay i
1: don't know i'm not using iguain that's crazy
2: okay
3: wow
1: It's not crazy to use him, but it's crazy to have him ranked ahead of those other guys.
3: Like Piotti and Acosta?
1: Yeah, and I think also Valeri, to be honest. I just—Iguain has been so hit or miss lately. I can't—like, if I want crew exposure, it's going to be defense, or it's going to be Zardis as a third forward on the bench. And I don't like that either, (laughs) so— Like, do you really think Columbus is going to win by, like, are they going to get more than two goals? You think they're going to score three?
3: I wouldn't be surprised if they came out and put three up in the first half. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota's been that bad. That I hope I just... they
1: do. I really like Columbus. I like Bearhalter. I love PIPA. Like, I find almost everybody on their team to be likable. I want to root for their fans. Uh, the only thing I don't like is they share a city with Ohio State. But... um. <laughs> I'm rooting for Columbus. I'm just way more skeptical that they're going to be like a fantasy force because they haven't been for pretty much the entire year. Mm -hmm. They have less goals in the Eastern Conference than every other team. Orlando has more. Chicago has more. The Revolution have more. Philadelphia have more. Like, they're the lowest scoring team in the Eastern Conference, and they've won one out of their last six games as they're fighting for a playoff spot. Like they were motivated for the last month, and they haven't really done anything. So I get it, and like I I love Pipa too, so he's a fine play. But I would urge you to consider somebody else instead.
2: Hmm.
3: Just it's gonna be tough after you after you stick those top. I mean, if you put Ladero in, he's fifteen point three million. <laughs> like that's a lot of salary to eat up. Yeah, it is. And then Alessandrini feels like I've got to have him in. Valeri's so got... only nine point five. Yeah, but still, I mean, after you get like, if you're if you want your Ibrahimovic, like I've got Yosef up top right now, that might change. Yeah, change that. He's too expensive compared <laughs> to someone else you can use. Yeah, he's kind of my differential forward right now. But I'm just saying, you're real, you're really only going to have room for like one more big guy after like Lodero and Alessandrini. I mean, I've got Zusi and Awful granted in the back right now. So I'm just telling you guys my lineup right now. Yeah. <laughs> But wait, you have Zeusi? We'll yeah, get to that's, that. That's going to be fun.
2: Yeah. Well, let's get to that because are there any other midfielders we want to talk about?
1: I think we're good. Like you, you definitely need one cheap one. Um, I would not use a 4.0 player in the midfield. Agreed. Um, I would use those in defense because midfield, like we can find enough guys that have sky high potential Even like I said, a shallowy or um, whoever else we talked about. Um, Yeah, I would use all five midfield spots like for usable players.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm on board with that. Um, It seems like Zusi is the clear number one for Skylar because he is ranked number one on Skylar's rankings. (laughs) Um, Good good take. JD, you sound quite skeptical about Graham Zusi
1: playing Graham Zussi is a bet against Bob Bradley it is discounting the fact that LAFC are within striking distance with a win of getting first place in the Western Conference
3: that helps Um, you make it a more competitive game he's a little more active
1: I want a clean sheet chance for my defenders because a clean a clean sheet chance is much much easier to measure and to get than scoring from a defender like we, but we've been over this and litigated at the beginning of the year. And I just like Zussi is awesome over the long haul. He's going to get enough offensive production that he's probably going to edge out every other defender, especially since they also get clean sheets, but I don't think they're getting a clean sheet this game. Cause they're playing LAFC who have an awesome group of attackers. So for me, like, when I look at his price and we just discussed like needing to save money for the midfield, I can't imagine spending it on Susie unless I have money left over, but I don't think I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So like, give me the, there's a lot of good clean sheet chances this week. Um, maybe not a lot, but like there's definitely better ones than sporting. They're one of the worst, I think. So I think sporting could easily win this game. I just think it's going to be like a three-two four three i don't know i think it's going to be high scoring
3: yeah and that's where i'm thinking that he's that zeusie could be involved there i mean it's yeah, it's, i get where you're going with the clean sheets that kind of thing but it feels like too i mean i guess maybe The clean sheet's a goal that, yeah but getting back to the differential thing like i don't think there's anybody i mean there's defenders on the board but there's not anybody that jumps out as much as Zusi as a guy that's going to separate your team you know if he has that big game where he He's had two assists in what two of his last three. So yeah,
1: but then he has had nothing in the eight games before that. So in the last eleven games, he has zero goals and two assists.
3: Yeah, and he's still pulling in bonus points. I mean, he's had the clean sheets here and there. He's still pulling in bonus points, and he gives you that upside of the, the he's... attacking boost. So if you're saying there's going to be like a four-two game or something like that, and if that's that's kind of what I'm going for here, I mean, yeah, the clean sheet would be nice, but. I'm playing Zusi for his attacking upside. I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to... aside.
1: Yeah, I mean, for all his attacking upside, he has uh, nine straight games without double-digit fantasy points, and I can get you single-digit fantasy points with a much cheaper defender that can get a clean sheet. And it's not like these other defenders that we can take. You can take attacking upside fullbacks that are cheaper than that. I mean... That yeah, also have a clean sheet like chance.
3: Standing over pretty much every or majority of their team's set pieces.
2: Hmm. So GD, where do you go? Where are you going for your clean sheets? Columbus, Red Bulls, Galaxy, and Sounders. Like Seen. Columbus,
1: I mean DC United are fine. I think Montreal's also a solid one. The Galaxy have been extremely good lately defensively since Kinnear took over against a Houston team that has no motivation and could play a bunch of young players, that's good. Dallas is a good one. The Red Bulls are a good one, I think, Um, especially like if Kamar Lawrence is back, there's a a fullback you can use. Um, Seattle is an awesome clean sheet chance.
2: Do you know how many Montreal impact defenders Skyler has in his top 20?
3: Probably zero.
2: Zero. You're right.
3: Yeah. That makes sense. You're I mean, put in, like, Rod Fanny. We don't have a Victor Cabrera like we did earlier in the season. I mean, you could put in Sonia. Yeah, he's been all right.
2: Is he going to play on turf? <laughs> Sorry. I, just I don't know. Any like, I European literally have given guy, no
1: thought to if Sonia is going to play on
3: turf. <laughs>
2: he's been part That's... of a
3: clean sheet in back-to-back games. There we go.
1: I mean, Sonya's a good defender. He has a little bit of attacking chops, and they need to win. So, like, if they go down a goal, that helps Sonya. If they score first, they need to lock down a clean sheet. So, I I don't know. I mean, I think Montreal's a pretty good one. Certainly, I would put more money on Montreal getting a clean sheet against a Rebs team that has nothing to play for. And probably Friedel very easily could have lost the locker room. Um Than for like SKC, I think Montreal have like, even though they're on the road, I think they have like three times better a chance to get a clean sheet. Wow. We have to remember sporting or starting Ico Parra. Sorry, he's not stopping Diamande. He's not stopping Vela. He's not stopping Rossi. He's awful. Harrison. (laughs) Yeah, I would start him. Okay.
2: (laughs) I think I'm gonna end up in it with a Seattle defensive stack with Ladero.
1: Yeah, I'm down for that.
2: Including Stefan Fry.
1: Um, yeah, that's good. I like Robles too.
2: Uh,
1: Robles is really expensive.
2: He's really expensive.
3: Bingham's like even more cheap. than Fry. Bingham. If we think I like and keep. Oh Elise yeah. yeah. Minotas out of the net. Bingham six point three.
2: Yep. All of their defenders are cheap.
3: I've got some Rolf, Fletch, Rolf Felcher. Yeah. In my lineup right now.
2: I mean, other than Ashley Cole, they're all of the uh, Galaxy defenders are under six million. Yeah. It's probably Starris. because they're horrible defensively. But
1: Starris has been pretty good lately, like yep. real yes, life. Starris good. has been
3: good.
2: Yep. Has
1: he been getting bonus points? I probably, I imagine.
2: Yeah, he's been getting two or three.
3: That's fine. So, yeah, he's he's. 5.5, 5, he's on, on the radar for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He actually, I mean, he, he has four straight games with five or more, and the other ones are five. It's 5, 6, 10, 8. So only two of those were clean sheets, so yeah. That works for me. For sure. I mean, that's uh, approximating Zussi's output over the last nine on oh, average. I'm just like – the. A, illustrating here, for half the price of zusi you can get Steris and then you can play a much better play than Iguain. Nah. When's the last time Iguain had a game like Piotti did last week?
3: I'm not saying, uh, I mean, I'm saying, I think that they're close, but I'm not saying like he's head and shoulders above Piotti. I just, I feel like his matchup at home makes it a little bit better than Piotti on the road. Mm-hmm. It's it's close. Like I said, it's nothing. Yeah, that,
1: like I th- I think uh, like what they need out of the game, like motivation-wise, like really trumps home and road, especially because New England, their home crowd is going to be about ten people.
3: But they're they've got the same. I mean, they've got the same motivation pretty much. So I don't know. It's I mean, yeah, it, feels like that just, I it feels like I think feels like we're arguing like the same, pretty much the same player in the same role for, in the same scenario. Like Piotti and
1: Egwene like... could not be further from the same player.
3: I mean, as far as like what they mean to their team, then it feels like that's the case.
2: I think Piatti's impact is a lot bigger. No pun intended. Oh. Like, I think I, I find it difficult to see Montreal destroying new England with Piatti having no role in, in it, but I could see Columbus, rolling on Minnesota and Higuain is left with nothing.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. For... yeah I mean, Piatti's obviously the better player, but I like Higuain a little bit more this week.
2: All right. Scott, do you think you're going to diversify your clean sheet looks or are you going to try to stack some team?
3: I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to have, I've already said, I've got Zussi in there. I mean, that's not, maybe it's a clean sheet. Look, maybe it's just a play on. He could get a clean sheet or he could get a goal or an assist or just give me a handful of bonus points. And I'll take the five or six from you. Um, But no, I'll have some SKC. I'll have some Columbus. Um, I like red bulls at home against Orlando. Aaron long has been really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Rolf Felcher. Like I've got him pretty high on the radar. He's just been, I mean, he's, you know, he's bolting up and down the right flank trying to swing balls into Zlatan, and they have no reason not to do that this game. They've got every reason to do it. So All I right. like Felcher a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm going to mix it up. I'll probably have exposure to three or four back lines this game. Okay. It's But it's, I mean, that's, you know, Seattle's in the conversation. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, there's several teams, several approaches that you could take to it, but I feel like there's, three or four that stick out but no Wanda no Wanda this okay. week he, he, he made the final rankings of the season I'll give him that
2: okay it sounds like he's gonna be higher in JD's I don't know <laughs> uh any parting words on our final podcast of the season
1: No. no, I mean, I think we we pretty much covered it. I I'm looking Leardom at seven point seven. I really like while we're talking about it mm. for uh, for Seattle. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been a another good year. What is this the third year doing the pod
2: uh, for so. MLS? That sounds about right. First one where we've really gone the all third in or on. Uh, could it be the fourth? It sounds like a lot. Something like that. First one is a full FMLS podcast this year, and I think it's been the most popular. DraftKings has yeah. certainly proven that. Eesh.
1: Yeah, unless you've um, unless you've manufactured the numbers, it's been a, a popular popular switch. Yes, um, thanks to everybody that's come over from the the Reddit. I know we posted th- to there mm-hmm. more this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a good run. We've had some personal successes. I know maybe Skyler's used to being in the top 10 for sure, but he still could get there. Mm -hmm. And um, who knows? Maybe uh, MLS won't even have a fantasy game next year with the uh, little amount that they've invested into it. But hopefully they they improve, and we will obviously see you again
3: if that's the case. (laughs) I don't think anybody has to worry about the game returning, but... Um, meaning it's, it's going fun. to return. Yeah. 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 I mean, they <laughs> made it sound like there's a possibility, but I don't think anybody has to worry about that yeah. as far as I know. So,
1: well, if they let their support team run the game, it might not be back. Let's put mm-hmm. that way.
2: Yeah. I'm going to go the opposite. I think next year will be the best year they've ever had.
1: I can't really be that much worse. So yeah.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, um, yeah, I've,
3: had, I've had a good, good time this year. I mean, it's been fun and there's been some up and downs that is, interesting seeing how the spring season would play out and then you know having a kind of having a follow-up season to correct what you did wrong the spring season like i like that a lot i mean it's kind of a, a chance to hit the reset button i know it was different for a lot of people myself included but um i i guess you could say i appreciated that aspect of the game this season definitely some things that i'd probably change about next year but um all in all it's been fun i mean it's been uh, it's always been fun shooting this stuff with you guys week in and week out despite mine and JD's differences here and there.
2: (laughs) That's the best part of the podcast. uh,
3: Yeah. But no, thanks for, uh, thanks for anybody who's listened and, uh, you know, interacted with us throughout the year. I mean, it's, it's encouraging to me that there are people out there that actually get something from this. So that's why we do it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully we can finish the season strong and, be back next year if uh, if there's an, a game next season, which yeah. I don't think there's any doubt to it. <laughs> right, right.
1: I didn't mean to spread rumors. Yeah, that's not what I meant to insinuate. But also, we'll uh, we'll be around for the playoffs. We'll be tuned in for sure. So if you're playing Daily Fantasy and you have any questions um, and you think that Skylar or I would actually be a valuable resource, <laughs> yeah, feel free to shoot us a message on Twitter or a tweet, whatever, and uh, we'd be happy to help you out. Maybe we'll see you at a game somewhere. Um, Skyler, I'm sure, might make it to an Atlanta United game if they go deep.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Or Nashville next season. There it is. Oh, yeah, next season. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Right. Next, next season.
1: Do you guys think if
2: but, uh, if they just did one season, like instead of splitting it, that Zlatan would be like forty-five million dollars by now, <laughs> and our salaries, our yeah, team salaries would be in the four th- hundred. They need
1: to, yeah. The salary thing is one of the biggest things they need to fix, in my opinion. But mm. in terms of the number of seasons, I make it a monthly season. Break it down even more so people have more motivation to to play and restart, and they can get first overall. Mm. I mean, do a Supporters Shield and then do monthly seasons. Hmm. I think that'd be fun.
2: My I like that. my biggest suggestion would be to make midweek matches the end of game weeks instead of the beginning. Yeah, I like that too. That's what I want. Although I guess then we've got the quick turnaround from Wednesday to Friday anyway. But I don't. I, know.
1: Yeah, for us it doesn't really matter in terms of having to like turn things around quick. But um, people are generally more available to check lineups. I guess is your argument on the weekend. Mm-hmm.
2: Feels that yeah. way. That's cool. That way. Oh, well. All right. JD mentioned if you wanted to reach out to him on Twitter, you can do that at DFS MLS. Skyler is at DraftKicks. I'm at RotoWire Andrew. Usually any MLS question that I have also includes those guys on it. So I don't even have to respond because I would just send it to them anyway. But uh, gentlemen... Thank you for today's podcast. Thank you for all of your hard work this entire season. Oh, as a reminder, you can find Skyler's uh, player rankings for this final game week on MLSsoccer.com. JD's will be at rotowire.com slash soccer. Uh, Yes, we are greatly indebted to you guys for all of this hard work. So thank you, and uh, good luck this week.
1: Good luck, everybody. Good luck, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rodowire.com slash soccer.
4: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance.